This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio 929 Game and 929Game.com. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Sam and Greg with you. Nine floors up, sun coming up. Beautiful day. Not a cloud in the sky on this Mother's Day Sunday morning. Glad you're spending some of it with us as we are glad to be back with you as we were both away uh, last Sunday doing different things. And we're going to get into that as we get along. Also, we're going to have an announcement for you coming up at the top of the hour at 9 o'clock. And you're going to hear from our sports mom. Uh, we got a sports mom that we always get. You're still teasing that? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's all coming up at 9 o'clock. Right. All right. You got one more thing you got to do. If you're going to bring us back top of the hour, you know what you got to do. You know. All right. We would say, well, you usually said, I'm going to say it. Good morning, Georgia. Good morning. Yeah, it doesn't work to say. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I know. And, and well, you all, ain't giving it, us a game day in forever. It, I don't know what and, you and all, did with and that. All, and all the folks down in Sharpsburg. That wasn't the city I was going to say, but go ahead. We're What's up with Sharpsburg? No, I, you, you brought it up. That's cool. No, this, this, That's cool. What's see, up with Sharpsburg? See, see, sh- sh- Sharpsburg. Yeah. What's Sharpsburg up with Sharpsburg? Sharpsburg is of, of uh, East Coweta High School, the East Co- uh, the uh, the Indians of East Coweta, home of Keith Brooking. I remember Keith Brooking. Yeah, Keith Brooking, wonderful Sharpsburg. Right. He used to, he, when you talk to him, I said, when we, I was in school, we were just little old East Coweta. They ain't little East Coweta. There's so many folk down there. There's <laughs> so many folk that moved down there, development. You know, Mike Bell. I very old Mike Bell. Lives down in Sharpsburg. In I thought it was, okay. In Coweta County. Okay. That's where he is, man. Coweta County. You got to say it right. Coweta? Yeah, you got to say it right. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and you know whose birthday it would have been today? Who was that? Don Rickles. Really? Would have been Don Rickles. You birthday. hockey puck. Among other things. Yeah, among other things, he say. The greatest thing, the, the greatest story is if you get a chance to YouTube uh, Kevin Pollack. He was on with Rich Eisen, and he's telling stories about being on set for a couple of his movies. One is A Few Good Men, and how he did the impression of Jack Nicholson for the famous court scene because Nicholson had run out of days. He couldn't, he was only there for a certain amount of time. Rob Reiner couldn't pay him more, so they had to get some B-roll, and they had to get some, some, some other sounds of other people, but Nicholson left, and so Kevin Pollack did this dead. He knew, the, he knew the speech, and so while the camera's focusing on Tom Cruise and other people in the courtroom, Kevin Pollack did the Nicholson role, 
and did it dead on to the point where he said he told the story about how Rob Reiner, when he got into editing, couldn't tell. He actually had to listen. You know the difference between him and actual Jack Nicholson sound. <laughs> but the uh, but the story that he tells about Don Rickles working with Don Rickles on the set of Casino. Okay. And if you remember the movie, Don Rickles is kind of a you know he's kind of just plugging along there. He's not really significant. He's you know Billy Shepard or whatever his name is, but he's kind of his right hand man, meaning De Niro. But he owned Robert De Niro. And Kevin Pollack tells a story about how De Niro was one of these guys who loved insult comics, where he grew up. It was oh, either, okay. either, either a bebop you know, uh, group singing on the corners, or you insulted dudes, your mother this, your mother yeah, that. Yeah. Right? And so he loved that one. And so he loved Don Rickles, and Rickles found out about it, and he owned him. During the making of this movie, he made fun of him, made the whole set uncomfortable because yeah. this guy yeah. is taking a you know what out of Don, out of Robert De Niro. De Niro but yeah. Kevin Pollock tells his story. You need to YouTube it. It's pretty funny. That's great stuff. That's great stuff. That's great stuff. Yeah, and we got a full blown casting call. Speaking of movies coming up, and and I want to get into something having to do with our own Braves manager Brian Snicker. Okay. Being a, we don't talk about this that much. He's in a very very big movie. Did you know this? Which Brian one? Snicker. Which movie is uh, All right. Uh, that's my tease. you got to listen later on. Okay. He is in a, a movie that everybody in this building has watched and probably most of our audience. But he has an appearance in it. And it's known, but it's not talked about a lot. Why not? Well, you'll find out when I do casting call coming up. Are you doing something he, bad? Was it back when he no. had a, that uh, handlebar mustache? Um, <laughs> hang on a second. Because I can actually look. You, you guys have seen the power yes. stash well, yeah, it's, from it's, Snitker, right? I don't know if it's full. if it's full... Um, handlebar, but it is a the Snitker power stash is about 70s. as good as uh, yeah, it's it's like Spencer Strider level. <laughs> wow, I was gonna it say is. Burt Reynolds, but that's good enough. Yeah, right well, there. keep it in house with the Braves. You yeah, know. yeah, it is. So I'll tell you why, where it is. A lot of people know what I'm talking about, but if you don't, um, we'll tease that right there. Okay. All right, there you go, man. On on Rickles's birthday, somebody else's birthday, who I always have a problem with, but Lovey Smith. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, Happy coach, birthday, lovey. Coach got a new gig. Got no problem with the man. It's just him coach. I don't want him coaching my team. Oh, man. Hey, you know, it's good. It's good. He's still good. Uh, um, uh, we got some stuff to pass along to you, so let's make some high school stuff. Um, spring um, championships are going on. Uh, uh, spring sports championships are going on. And uh, this week we crown soccer champions, um, boys and girls, right? Right? And uh, and say that and get, get Garrett sits up because he he, he thinks of mention mention somebody mention a certain school. What he feels like I'm gonna mention a certain school in see, a good way or a bad way. Look, look look at that smile on his face. Look at oh, that. it's a good way then. Yeah, he's, okay. he's all fired. Well, have at it. All right, here we, go, here we go. Here we go. The the, uh, the, the championships in Class Seven A boys Harrison. And I think they had to play Pebblebrook to beat them. It's two Cobb County schools play for that thing. Uh, and the girls, it is West Forsyth. Congrats to them. In 6A, boys uh, state champion and girls, Lassiter. Lassiter beats a sweep of both the boys and girls championships for soccer in 6A. Uh, in 5A, it is Johnson from Gainesville and for the boys and Chambly for the girls. In uh, Class 4A, Southeast Whitfield, is the boys' champion, and Marist is the girls' champion. There's a sweep in 3A. In 3A, it is Greater Atlanta Christian boys and girls' champions uh, for this season. In Class 2A, Pace Academy boys and the Lovett girls uh, winning in Class 2A. 
See, 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 look, look, look you, you, you didn't hear what he just did. Put your headset back on. You got, you got to hear what Gary just. You know, you know, you know listen. Oh, you got to listen and 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 love it when the girls two a. <laughs> MGM, right? <laughs> they're, they're, they're the Lions. Yeah. Well, they're, 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 I got there it. There you go. He, he was ready for that, wasn't he? He started Dark Side of the Moon right then, you know. <laughs> Working sync with the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> number one, number one, uh, 1A public. Dalton Academy. That's practically a new school up in Dalton, but they're, they're great in soccer. Uh, the boys win, uh, and the girls champion Social Circle. You've been a Social Circle, haven't you? I have. You've been, you've been to their place to eat out there? I have not. What? You I've been through there. You've been to Blue Willow? I have not. Woo! You need to take me there. I'll take you. Woo, we, 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 well, if Mother's Day, I'll take you today. But the line's going to be out the door <laughs> down the block on I-20. <laughs> okay. What uh, a private Atlanta International School uh, when the boys and Pinecrest Academy wins the girls. Congratulations to all of the state high school soccer champions for 2022. Next week, championships in track, tennis, and lacrosse are all coming up. Uh, spring football started this week, and I made a few. If you follow me on social media, I've made a few stops around the area. Uh, a lot of college coaches and scouts are out. They are really canvassing the area uh, because this is the time of year when they can go into the school during the day, talk to teachers, talk to counselors, talk to principals, find out who's a behavior problem, you know, and then they go out to practice and see them go out and practice and, and, so, and get to talk to them. So it's something they haven't been able to do in two years. So it's a big deal to see these coaches come. And I showed you something they give the folks at one school. They handle it so you get right. all the information on the kids who are recruitable. I, the coaches have been waiting because they haven't done this in two years. So they're here. And then, of course, you have the spring game. So the first group of spring games, I think, are coming up this week. I got several of them. If, you, if I don't mention your spring game and it's, you're being played this week, uh, drop me a message on uh, uh, at, at Sam Crenshaw 23 on Twitter. At Sam Call Crenshaw me, 23. I'll give you his phone number. Yeah, he, he would do that too. <laughs> uh, Milton plays uh, North Forsyth. Uh, this is coming up on May 13th this week. Walton plays Roswell this week, spring game. And North Cobb plays Harrison uh, this week. Though Those are three spring games coming up this week. There are many more around the area, so uh, just be on the lookout. Uh, for them as you get a chance to go out and, and check some of them out. Now, the, on May 19th, they're having a jamboree at North Gwinnett, and that's going to be some schools there. So you bring out more attention to the uh, High School Football Hall of Fame, which our first vote of, of uh, players for nominees for the Hall of Fame is coming up in another week. Uh, but this jamboree is going to be on May 19th at North Gwinnett. Warner Robbins will be there, Marietta will be there, and Archer will be there. Uh, that's that's coming up on the 19th. You want to go and check that one out, and some of us will be out there too. Sports Radio 92.9. We're from the audience, from the from the Odyssey station. Um, you know, Sports Radio 92.9, the game V103. Some of us will be out there uh, on hand. So if you come out, look for us. We'll be out there at, at some of those games. Also, um, on the 20th, there's something big that you and I need to go to because it's right around the corner from your house. They're having a big jamboree on the 20th at McEacher. Oh. Yeah. I can't and, say that phrase anymore, by the way. Why not? Because they're trying to get uh, cityhood. Does that, that mean you And there's like a big it? beef going on between everybody surrounding that area out there. And, and you know, Lost Mountain is trying to become a city. Remember how Jones mm. Creek did it not too long ago? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're trying to do that out there okay. with Lost Mountain. Lost Mountain. Well, maybe maybe yeah. McEacher and Lost Mountain. But this is happening on the 20th. Six teams in one location. McEachin is the host. Carver, Atlanta will be there. Pebble Brook, 
uh, Lithia Springs, Hateville Charter, and Lovejoy. Okay, will all be there, and that's that's coming up on the uh, on the twentieth at McEachern High School. So that's that's if you want to get out and catch some spring football. Got some other games coming up too that week. So as we approach those, I will be sure and let you know. That's it. I guess you want some okay. HB, you want some HBC. Well, yeah, so. because see, we had a little disconnect as far as we were going to do this later on, yeah. and we thought somebody else was going to be here. Yeah, so you have happening. it all teed up anyway. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. We, so that, help that's, yourself. That, that's, well, we'll this is your segment. Well, not my segment, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that, that happened with, with, with HBCUs. Obviously, obviously, um, you've seen some of their coaches out recruiting. Right. I mean, a couple of places I've been, I saw a coach from Tennessee State, saw one from uh, Morehouse, saw one from Tuskegee. Out of, when I was out at North Cobb. Uh, so they're in the area doing some recruiting, obviously, with Travis Hunter. Having come from this area, they're coming here to see if they can find more talent. Although Coach Prime ain't happy. Coach Prime ain't happy. He's saying he's gonna, some of his, his, his recruiters are going to some schools, and they're saying, well, you can look at these guys over here. What about that big kid? Over? Well, he's going power five. He said, well, that means we can't talk to him? Right. That means we can't because he said he's going power five. You know, so – so Coach Prime is like, and he said, and he says, I'm going to be nice to these high school coaches. Now, I'm not going to call anybody out. He said, but if my coaches continue to have problems, I'm going to call some folk out. So, <laughs> so <laughs> do that, man. Oh, we see what, what happens with that. Um, my goodness, um, you had some golf going on up at um, Potomac. That's where the, um, the Wells Fargo is going on. There's a young right. man from Howard University on his team who got a chance to play um, with the, 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 some of the top golfers in the world for this event. And it was very emotional. His mom was there crying, and mm-hmm. he got a chance to, to tee off with that. And, of course, uh, Steph Curry has been a, a benefactor for the golf program at Howard University. So that was big to see him get that opportunity to do that. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Everything you need to know. I had something I'm going to say for you. I, I saw this past week, high school-related, but I'll bring it up later on. But coming up next, we're going to switch gears and talk baseball and Braves uniforms that Garrett think are – what was the word he used? Gorgeous. 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 It was, he he, he no, actually said it like Bugs Bunny. Gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> that was nice. Um, we'll it get it court- wasn't gorgeous back in 74. Well, we'll get. We'll get, uh, we'll get. <laughs> <laughs> Looked good last night. Corey McCartney's uh, thoughts on that. He's going to join us next from Talking Chop. It's Sam and Greg on this Mother's Day. Happy, happy, happy Mother's Day. Sports Radio 929 The Game. 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Mother's Day morning with Paul Simon. Mother and Child Reunion. You like this song? Oh, yeah. Um, again, we, we can't thank you enough for 
making us a part of your uh, Sunday morning, this Mother's Day morning. We have a big announcement coming up at 9 o'clock straight up. Sam and I, we got some news for you, and hopefully you will stick around to hear that news coming up. Um, and I got a couple pieces of insignificant information as we lead into this little segment here where we're going to be talking baseball with our guest. Do we have Corey ready to go? Corey is ready. Good morning, Corey. Is that the insignificant information? No, 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 man, no that's not, not it. You, I was not wel- you. No, not you. Of course not. I was welcoming Dude. you into the show, but I will ask you this question. <laughs> we all believe we know the answer to this, but I found out something differently. The first African American uh, manager in Major League Baseball is considered. I'll let either one of you two answer that question. It's Frank not- Robinson. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Frank Robinson. Well, on this date, and, and Frank got his with the Cleveland Indians. I believe it was seventy-five, right? Somewhere in there. Somewhere yeah. in there. But on this date. In 1973, Whitey Lockman got thrown out of a Cubs game. Got thrown out. And replacing him as manager for the rest of that game was one Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks. Which made him technically the first black manager in Major League Baseball. There's one insignificant piece of information. (laughs) <laughs> and the other, did you know that uh, Braves manager Brian Snitker has appeared in a movie, a movie that we all know, pretty much love, considered one of the greatest baseball movies of all time? It's been talked about, but I had forgotten about it, but Brian Snitker is in Bull Durham. Did you know that, Corey? I did know that. Yeah, I've, we've actually talked to him about that before. I did know that. Yeah, I, I had had a chance to talk to him about that. Gary, did you know that? The opening scene, the opening montage, when they show Susan Sarandon's room, who is, you know, Annie. Yeah. There is his baseball card, Brian Snitker's yeah. card, is in her mirror. Wow. Is sitting in her mirror, uh, and it's from when he was the uh, manager of the Durham, of the, of the um, Durham Bulls. Bulls. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Now, my question is, does he get a residuals check? He should. His likeness is being used. He should get a residuals check from that movie, from now on. I'm just saying. I don't think he's worried about that. that I don't think he's worried about he's, it, but he's, it's, it's the he's, point. He's manager, he's, he's manager of a team that's won the World Series. All right. <laughs> Corey McCartney, Talking Chop, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. How are you, man? We've been gone for a couple weeks, haven't had a chance to talk to you. Everything's been going good, and, and your thoughts on what you've seen from this Braves team since we've had John last. I'm all good, and, and the team, you know, I mean, you look at these last three games, uh, you know, you open up offensively against the Mets, and then last night, and you know, getting to Corbin Burns the way they did, and Max Fried, uh, you know, looking sensational every bit the ace. I think there's a lot of positives uh, to see over this last stretch. I know it's been, you know, a little wonky for fans seeing almost a little deja vu here with us being in uh, early May, and this team still trying to figure them, seemingly figure themselves out in the standings now six games back. Um, but certainly, there are, I think signs of life is the biggest uh, the biggest theme with this team the last few days. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning on his Mother's Day morning. I'm spending time with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey J. McCartney, at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase. The return of Ronald Acuna, has it been what you thought it would be? Has it given the infusion of what you hoped that it would for this lineup? And also defensively for the outfield. Uh, all, all of the above. I, you know, I think the one thing that I kind of found perplexing, uh, you know, at the beginning was that there was a plan and that they weren't going to play him, you know, on day games after night games. And, they, you know, they didn't want him in the field on consecutive days and just all these, you know, these 
variables that they were going to do. I, I think when you've seen what you've seen from him so far, you kind of have to throw it all out the window. I mean, you think about these home runs these last, you know, couple nights. I mean, and, 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 I mean, before that, when they were in New York, he had a double that he hit 116.6 miles an hour. He had an infield hit uh, that was, you know, he went from home to first at 30.5 feet per second, which is, you know, among the, the, the absolute elite uh, foot speeds in all of baseball. I mean, I think, 10 months removed from uh, tearing his ACL, everything's gone so much faster than you could have anticipated with him. And I think, you know, having a set, having a set plan at his age, I mean, it's got to be fluid. So I think that's the one thing I found, you know, interesting. I, I think he needs to be out there on an everyday basis. Tell me something though. What do you think? Well, what are you watching to see, especially we haven't seen him have to go out on the warning track to make a play. Do you think we see something then from him thinking about, you know, how he got his injury, um, you know, uh, are you are you still watching for things like that? Because he seems like he's back and he's going full tilt, a head first slide for yeah. a stolen base. But are you watching defensively, especially when he gets back around the wall? I don't think so. I mean, I think, I think he's pretty fearless. I, don't, I, don't, I think the only way you're going to stop him from making, from being in a position to make a play is by literally not having him on the field. I think that's, that's the only way you can stop a guy like that from not being in that position. I just can't see him, you know, one, have, showing any trepidation. The one thing I will say is that, you know, everyone has talked a long time about him being best in the a, in a, in a corner outfield role. Alex Anthopoulos, you know, the general manager, said they talked to him during the spring when he gets back about eventually transitioning to center field because Adam Duvall has been fine there, but he's been playing out of position. Uh, you know, I think there there's a lot of talk about him eventually, you know, being in center field for long stretches with this team. I'm not 100% keen on that. I think that's that may be asking him too much. But if you've got, you know, a couple of guys and Demers looks great, you know, you, and you're not having him cover nearly as much ground as maybe he would be, that might not be the worst idea in the world. But um, I would like to see him, you know, at least defensively to have some of the pressure taken off because you know he's going all out in every other uh, asset of his game. Hey, Corey, give that stat again you you gave earlier about Acuna hitting down the, heading down the line in his, his time. For 30, the- so 30, 30.5 feet per second that he covered uh, if you if the stat cast figure on uh, tracking you know, him getting from home to first. Man. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. But, again, this, you know, you forget what it's like being that age and just bouncing back from something like this, and the, and which makes you kind of mad, especially if you're a long-term baseball fan. The, the, the care that he got and the cares that guys are getting in 2022 – compared to players before then oh, yeah. and whose careers could have been extended. Mm-hmm. Ah, it makes you want to walk into traffic. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game, <laughs> 929game.com. Hey, man, how are you feeling about the back of this rotation right now? You know, Jensen's here. You got Smith who did it, you know, all last year. And so I, I guess it's still kind of a work in progress. But your thoughts on it so far? The, the rotation or the bullpen? The bullpen. I mean, Late you know, games. I guess what I'm getting at is I, Jan- yeah, Jansen and Smith. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I think with Jansen, I know it got a little bit dicey last night, but you're still talking about 25 consecutive converted saves, which is tied for Hader for the active, yeah, active uh, consecutive streak right now. Um, yeah, I, I think he's still, you know, that that cutter is just absolutely elite. You know, Colin McHugh has been really good. Uh, you know, he's got a, a 2-0 uh, ER, uh, 2-0 FIP. Uh, Two of fifth right now. The ERA is elevated, but some of that stuff's not uh, necessarily uh, of his doing. I think that this is still a really good bullpen. You know, obviously you've got Mentor. You know, they're missing a, a piece that meant a lot to them from a personality standpoint in Luke Jackson. But uh, Spencer Strider has just been such a, a key weapon. 
Uh, you know, Smith is still has a really, you know, still has that ability to go in. And if you need fill things, you know, with Jansen, if he needs any time, if you've got another guy that's capable, I, I think it's still an elite bullpen. I just, it, it's just not always been to start here as lights out as I think we got used to seeing it in the postseason, almost to its detriment. I mean, you know, this is, these are elevated numbers right now from Tyler Matzik. I mean, this is not the, you know, not the guy that we saw, you know, come in that Dodger series and, and just, you know, the, the proprietor of the, the nut shack, you know, that was the kind of funny thing that came out of that. But uh, I, I think long-term, this is still a really substantial bullpen. I think they're just kind of going through their ups and downs as they kind of feel each other out right now. Spending time on the wait for it.com outline this morning with Corey McCartney um, from Talking Chop, Talking Braves. All right, that's, that's the, the bullpen starting rotation. I think we're getting Charlie Morton today. Um, what's been happening with him and, and, you know, how badly does he need to go out and put together five to six innings uh, of solid pitching today? Yeah, I mean, Kyle Wright's been fantastic, right? A one RA, Max Freed, you know, talked about how tonight Ian Anderson, while it's been up and downs at points, he's still, you know, pitching to a two, four, five in his last four starts. I mean, you have to go back to 2010 to find the last time that Morton was this bad in the first month of the season as he just was with a, a 7-0 ERA. He's got a 6-8-5 right now, which is the second worst of his 15-year career to open up a season. Um, the big thing with him is the, the curveball that, you know, has been just the, one of the biggest weapons that he's had since reinventing himself around 2016-2017 with the Astros and he became a high strikeout guy. Um, you know, you have weighted curveball runs above average is basically like how many runs does a pitcher save with that pitch? Last year it was 26.6 runs he saved. It's a negative pitch right now. And because of that, the fastball has become less effective. It's got an 11.7% whiff rate. Guys were whiffing at that pitch almost double that. So um, I, I don't have anything to do with the baseball. We talk about how guys are not being able to get the same spin, uh, you know, with the inconsistencies with this. Uh, this has not been the Charlie Morton that I think was, was there for a long stretches of season. So uh, I think this is going to be a really big, uh, a really big start for him. Because again, this is he, he, the, the last five uh, starts for him is the highest he's had over any five start stretch in the last six years. So being, uh, and he absolutely needs a strong one today against Milwaukee. And listen, when you talk about this Milwaukee team, this series is, is victory enough as far as I'm concerned. Because when you, the National League, we started off you Dodgers are the Dodgers. They're leading the West. And then the story was the Mets and how they're playing. We know the Mets eventually will trip over themselves and somebody else will ascend in the East. But are people talking enough about this Brewers team and what they got? You mentioned Hader earlier, and he's not even having this gas. But you got one of the top closers, period, in baseball on this Milwaukee team, and they're sitting there with one of the best records in the league, period. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't think we are talking enough about them. I mean, I think it's, some of it has to do with the central, and, and you know, it, it's so bad with the Reds sitting at the bottom there. But, you know, plus second best in the National League. They had the best pitching staff in baseball when you think about, you know, in terms of when you combine that bullpen in uh, that, uh, that rotation in terms of uh, fame graph war right now. Hader hasn't allowed a run all season. Uh, you know, they obviously got to, you know, got to Corbin Burns last night, uh, you know, but Eric Lauer, you know, it, it has looked really good. And then today you got Aaron Ashby, who's striking out over 10-2 uh, per nine innings. So this is, a, this is a really good team. And then offensively, you know, they're top three in runs scored in the, in the NL. So it's a, it's a, it's a complete team. And I, I think last night you saw against Jansen when you had, you know, Christian Yelich, you know, get that double. He, he's, he's struggled the last couple of seasons since being an if he's hitting like he is early on in the season, he's going to be. This is not going to be the same team that the Braves went toe to toe with in the NLDS last year. 
spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Corey McCartney from Chopping Talk, talking Braves. And, uh, you know, this has been a weekend out of the ballpark where they honored uh, Hank, Hank Aaron, and they wore the uniform from the year uh, 1974 when he hit 715. How, why do we get so much love for this uniform? <laughs> Here we go. You were listening <laughs> earlier, were you, Corey? I, 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 no, cause, cause no. I, 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 I lived through this uniform, and there wasn't a lot of love for it at the time when it was a, a current uniform. There are people who want to know, why can't they wear it every day? Why are they just wearing it one or two weekends? Because I think the Braves are uh, set to wear it this weekend and uh, another series or something yeah, later you don't on do this it season. Too much. Yeah, but I mean, but people love this uniform. Yeah. I remember when they played this uniform. It was it was it was not it was not pleasant to watch. <laughs> so where's all the love? Go? I mean, I, I, are you feeling that? I mean, it's it's definitely real. I mean, it, people are you know people love that uniform. But I think we get this whole like we're I think we're we're collectively in this nostalgia stretch across. Mm. You know, it's like, I mean, I you know I listen to you know like Def Leppard and all that stuff, middle school kid and all that. You know, my kids are listening to that kind of stuff now, and and I'm sure you know we went through a period a little bit later. We're like, what were we listening to? And you know now it's like I think everyone's caught up in, in this nostalgia stuff and. Um, you know, I you know I think it would be cool if they had more dates with it. I'm sure there's some. You know, you think about the the NBA has like those legacy uniforms that you can only wear something certain amounts of times, and if you do, you have to put a tweak on it to make it like a new age version of it. I'm sure there's stuff like that that has to play into them not being able to wear it on an everyday basis. But um, I, I get I like it. You know, anytime you see retro uniforms, but ups always going back to the exact same ones because this is a we're playing. This is a they will, the Braves will gladly tell you this is the longest running continuous team in all of baseball. They got to have more than one retro uniform. They that is a valid point. Yeah. And I got a picture with Rick Savage, by the way. Do you? From out at Lakewood. Yeah. <laughs> Lead singer of Def Leppard. Yeah. Uh, listen, Corey, we can't thank you enough as always, man. We will be tapping into your knowledge. And we got a big announcement coming up at 9 o'clock that will, in a way, kind of affect you. So you need to. That's a tease right there. All hey, right. Hey, Saint, your average idiot you're dealing with here. I know how to do a radio tease, man. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thanks as always. All right. Thanks, guys. That's Corey McCartney talking chop, joining Sam and Greg. Uh, again, yeah, top of the hour. We are going to, uh, I mean, 9 o'clock hour, I should say. Got a uh, Sam and I to talk about here. You had some uh, some news to it during the local stuff, so stick or play a Mother's Day remembrance um, from, from, from Thelma. Uh, Mr. Crenshaw is up next with his. And then we're going to get to the top of the hour. Final thoughts on what we thought of the draft and moving forward with this Falcons team. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. I'm Sam and Greg with you on this Mother's Day. Beautiful Sunday morning, not a cloud in the sky as we look out uh, from the Kia Studios. As far as we can see, we got this building blocking our view of Peachtree Street. <laughs> I guess they're not going to move that thing, huh? They're going to leave no. it there. 
there for the time being. Hope uh, all the moms are waking up and having a wonderful morning. And once again, the moms who have to work today, if you're you know, a health professional or in law enforcement, just some of our essential workers, uh, happy Mother's Day to you. And maybe you, you know, after you get through this shift, you get to enjoy Mother's Day. But there's some moms that have to work. Let me ask you a quick a question, which is actually relevant today. Mm-hmm. Where do you think you saw, if you had to take a survey across the board, the whole country, of, of mothers headed to church on this day and wearing the hats that they would be wearing compared to what happened less than 24 hours ago at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Where were there more an assortment of beautiful hats that Sunday on Mother's Day at church or at the Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby? Derby. That's, a, that's a close. That's, that's a push. <laughs> you're going to have some hats up in there today. <laughs> you saw some at the Derby yesterday, and we're going to get into that a little later on, too. What a finish at the Derby. Uh, big surprise. Ooh, somebody made some money. Or somebody cleaned some, up, didn't they? Well, other than the owners of that particular horse. Yeah. yeah. Would you, If you had $1,000, would you – Gleefully put it down on eighty. Was it eighty to one? Eighty to one odds. Wow, I don't know about that. Even a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that, that's a lot considering that is. Look, I was people. gonna get into that. Yeah, Luda man. getting his degree from your from from over there, Georgia State. Yeah, we had some folks that uh, honorary that put degree on, put on cap and gown. Look like look like knowledge. And it is his hair. Oh, yeah, man. There was a question about that a few oh, months look back. At that. When they, I'd they, they framed it for him and everything. Yeah, they did. Well, I don't know that he knows how to frame himself, so maybe. Well, he can have somebody do that. Now, I'm sure he knows somebody who can pay to do that. But Congratulations, Luda. Yeah, absolutely. You wonder, was Ryan Cameron there? Absolutely. I don't know. He probably was. He probably was. Yep. I'd imagine I'm sure, was there. I'm sure. You know, they're supporting this. Who was his, basically his protege, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Talk about, <laughs> talk about it working out. For the protege. Yeah, how about that? To, I mean, we ain't got to have a telethon for no, Ryan. No, no, no. It's fine, but I'm just saying the protege. <laughs> protege, how did the teacher? Yes. That happens sometimes. That's a good thing. That's okay. That's all right. Can, before you get into your story. Yeah. Well, no, actually, let's do it on the tail end because this is what this you, brings you, us. Well, we have some clarification of something that you didn't mention. I said I'd mention you, you, it. You ain't, you ain't acknowledged something. I, folks can't see that. No, I'm talking about acknowledge. Oh, you got you busted. You you fixed the busted TV. <laughs> man got up here this morning. First, he's always fussing at me for doing this and that. And hey, man. Hey, man. Grandpa it, got on. up to change the channel. It's on, dude. And he hey, turned the TV, and it was locked for the last. It was locked. Hour. We couldn't hitting, watch nothing. It's hitting the wrong button, but there, there we go. And are. he came in like a little kid. Oh, we got two TVs, two TVs today, which is true. We don't normally have two TVs on. And then you went and busted it. <laughs> like within the first half hour. Oh, man, I went to try well, to change you. it, but now it's so then Did you do that at Garrett? Yeah, I, I did it. All right, well, you should have done it because you busted it. <laughs> listen, seriously, listen, let me switch gears here for a minute before you get into your mother's story because this falls into your wheelhouse. You didn't mention it, but I noticed this when I got back to town. Mm-hmm. And you and I did talk about this. You most notably talked about it when it happened because it was a big story, and it was the uh, death of Robbie Roper. Mm-hmm. And there was lots of speculation about his death because there was nothing officially said about it. There was people who said it came from a sh- shoulder injury. In fact, you let me just read people, this. Make, make people know that Robbie Roper was the quarterback at Roswell High School. Right. That had, uh, after the season ended, had went in for some surgery that people felt was just some routine, and, and he ended up you know, passing away. Again, so, yes, and, and his father, James, addressed this at the funeral, told the mourners that Robbie did not kill himself. He did not die from drug use. James Roper also denied the reports 
that Robbie died from complications following soldier shoulder surgery. But he provided no further information for the public. That was dead. Now, more than four months later, in an interview with USA Today, James Roper said Robbie died from, and forgive me, I'm going to mispronounce this. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. Urea cycle disorder, UCD, a rare genetic disorder that can result in elevated blood levels that become toxic. Mm. That was the reason why. <clears throat> and there's there's a much longer explanation to that, but that's it in a nutshell. And it's one and, of those things, how would you know? Exactly, exactly. And there's medication for it that treats it to a point, but, you know, you just never know. You got to know it's there. Yeah. Wow. So that was the news that came out this past week. And I got to show, you. I gotta show you. You know what? I, 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 ran a, I ran across a picture I had of him that I didn't realize I had from mm-hmm. um, Fulton County Media Day at um, – at um, the College Football Hall of Fame. Last year, a number of different school systems brought usually captains of the team or, or seniors come with the coach, and, um, and and Robbie was there. And I just looked at myself, hmm. whoa, I had a picture of him. So I'll show it to you today. Okay. All right. Well, we talk Mother's Day, and I'm going to tell you, you told the one on your mom earlier, I'm going to tell one on Pearl now. You know, because I, I was the only child for like six years before my sister was born. Okay. And so, you know, anywhere my mom went, you, I was coming along, shopping in a place like that. And you, you sit right here. I got to go try this song. It says, you stay right, you know. And sometimes I would, and, and sometimes I, you know. No, was, you're a boy, six year old boy, please. Especially if it was a store, it was a store that had a, a toy department. You know, I'm going to get up and just wander around a little bit. I, I know where she is. I know where you are. I'll be back. You know, but I'm just go around here. And, and I forget which store we were in. And I guess she came out and she had tried on whatever she needed to try on and she couldn't couldn't find me. And she was tired of like she got the folks to announce on the overhead. Uh oh. Oh man. Uh oh. Oh, oh Greg. (laughs) (laughs) And where had you gone? And so I'm hearing my name called all over the store, man. This thing is going out all over the store. And 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 I and I um I'm like, oh man. (laughs) <laughs> no, she didn't do that. <laughs> you know what I you mean? You knew you were getting it even at oh, six. Oh, man. I said, I said, wow, she she really means it. <laughs> <laughs> she really means it. Okay. And, and um, she didn't have to say much. I turned the corner to where the, you know, the area that said to come to, and obviously she was there with her arms folded and whatnot. And I think she more than anything, she wants to see the look on my face. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And see, all right, see, I told you, I told you to stay, and I tell you to stay where, I, you know. And so I would, I didn't do that to her no more. <laughs> I said, this lady, That's the story to say. Okay, she, okay. You know what I mean? But yeah, well, I just knew when I when I go with her. You know, she what said, I "Stay close and stay somewhere." I find me a chair and bring me something along to you know. But I wasn't gonna go running around. Two things from that story that you you reminded me of. One is that when you said your mother's name. And my mother's name, those are two names you don't hear as much. No, no. You said no. Pearl, mine yeah. was Thelma. Yeah. You just don't hear those names Mm-mm. as much. Mm-mm. The other thing is, I consider what I'm about to tell you a badge of honor because it happened to my brother, it happened to my cousin, and it's happened to at least two friends of mine. But I never got straightened out in a store. Yeah, I never. She never. She yelled. She you know. She raised her voice at me. Yeah, you know. And I was still in the mischief, but she never popped me. Yeah, in the store. I've seen that happen to some folks. <laughs> just say, and, and, and I saw it happen to my brother. Ever, man, oh my goodness, no. He got it, and like I said, two of my friends got it. 
So I feel there's a badge of honor. I made it this far in life, but I never got disciplined actually in the store. Oh, I saw a mother throw a shoe one time. At a, what? A, yeah. I, it was at a parade, and the kid was doing something, and before she was out anything, she just kicked the shoe off and threw it threw it at the kid. Ain't that mm-hmm. an Eddie Murphy bit from his first, like, Delirious, where he maybe, talks about his mother throwing no, a shoe? I, yeah, maybe so, but I actually saw it. I actually saw that happen. Was it a high heel or a flat? <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't a high heel, but he just kicked the shoe off and threw it at him. But that kid, you know, it, it was stunned. First of all, it was stunned. And I it landed? It, 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 oh, yeah, it landed. So, they got, so it is true. Mother yeah. got great aim with them <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com on this uh, on this Mother's Day. We are uh, as we move into the eight o'clock hour. Again, want to remind you coming up at nine o'clock, we have a big announcement. Sam and I, so I want you to stick around for that. Gonna talk NASCAR. Uh, again, gonna talk about even though this isn't NASCAR, Formula One is in Miami and the way that lay got it laid out. Do you ever see that happening in this city? No. I don't either. With the hills, it'd just be too the much. The hills and our streets are so narrow. We don't have big wide. We don't have big wide. And we're putting stuff all in the middle of the streets. We're putting all them, cutting off the streets. Yeah, that's true. Flower pots all on this. And no, man. You can barely get a motor bus down the street. You know what I mean? So well, let me ask I you this. I don't, I don't see that. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't Atlanta, what about Savannah? Well, Savannah and Savannah, Augusta, and Columbus fall in water. They're all on rivers. Right, but it would those, be. Those, those were the cities in the state that were, I think, supposed to grow mm-hmm. because they, had, they were on the water. And so you go to those cities, the downtown streets are really wide. Right, that's what I'm saying. Come, I've come, been to Savannah, come, you come, know. Compared to here. Yeah, you've been to Savannah. Been a couple times. But if you go to Columbus, you'll find it. If you go to Augusta, you'll find that the main streets there are, are very wide because they're on water. Um, we Railroad tracks. You know, the one yeah, that stopped yeah. us from getting to the Hawks game there a couple of weeks ago. But there's there's <laughs> other cities within this state, and they would obviously throw some kind of peach connection to it. I could see it coming here. I really could. What do you mean? It's always a race? You know, an F1 race. If I mean, if it were considered, it wouldn't be Atlanta, but it would be some. See, now that's, like I said, you've got, got the coast there, and they would do it close enough to the coast where they would highlight things going on in Savannah. I would think that would be the location. That's just me, Possibly. as opposed it's, to Augusta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's on. It's I mean, both of them are on water, and as well as you haven't seen Columbus's water set up. It's it's really nice. The Chattahoochee and the things they've done with it, it's like rock. It's 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 a nice thing they've done in downtown Columbus. But but like you said, Savannah is one that you think of uh, a port city with the boats coming in. Now I don't know if it was set up well enough for what they're trying to do down in Miami. Hey, listen, they make it work. We didn't think they'd have one in the, in the Coliseum. Think about having that conversation two years ago. We're going to put a race inside the Coliseum out there in L.A. Yeah. Okay. So we saw that happen. Once that happened, all bets are off. But now they can do it with some fake water and some yachts. That's what they're doing down in Miami now. The fake water, man. The fake. That's right, Garrett. Yeah. They, 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 got, they got fake water <laughs> at this F1 race. With some boats you can sit on, but that's okay. Go ahead. All right. Anyway, we got Adam. He's going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. Got a casting call. I'm going to reach out to a couple people connected within the industry um, that are doing – well, I've done some things. Some things I just need – I want to just reach out to them this um, next hour during this casting call. And Terrell Thomas is going to join us. These Urban Times, we are going to talk NBA playoffs and get his thoughts, uh, a final grade on this Hawks season from Terrell. That's all coming up. It is Sam and Greg. On Mother's Day, this eighth day of May, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 